Dark Side Mysteries, a completely different era and a darker take on Star Wars is coming with Star Wars The Acolyte, and it's already begun filming, so we have some juicy details to go over, as well as another sinister change to the Star Wars galaxy with the newest trailer for Jedi Survivor. Let's break it down. Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. Let's jump right in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. Star Wars Acolyte is a very hotly anticipated Star Wars series because it's going to deal with something that we have not seen actually pretty much at all in terms of the big screen, small screen. I think we've the only thing that we've really gotten it is in the book series, mm. but we're going to dive into the details around the Sith. Apparently, it mm. could be even a Sith-led story. Just as a refresher for people, Star Wars Acolyte is set a hundred years before the phantom menace and is going to dive into the details around the rise of the sith and kind of how the jedi just weren't around to really notice them yeah just their blindness to all the little schemes they were brewing up mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's so weird to think about the the pride of the jedi really mm -hmm. the, i mean obviously in lore we have so many different things that lead into the rise of the Sith and the Jedi not noticing them. One, in Legends, I, I can't remember if this is a true for canon, but in Legends, the Jedi Temple is built upon an ancient Sith Temple. Really? Yes, deep, 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 deep below the surface of Coruscant. It was originally a, a Sith Temple. That checks out. The Jedi defeated the <laughs> Sith and claimed it for their own and as a show of power built their temple on top of it but because of it the sith normally will build their temples on nexus points of sith energy mm -hmm. so said sith energy helped to hide the fact that emperor palpatine was emperor palpatine one of the strongest sith around <laughs> yeah great job guys yeah i'm really curious to see like what a hundred years ago even looks like like, as far mm -hmm. as, like, from Phantom Menace. Like, yeah. what? what? Like, I, I can't even comprehend such a thing. Because the prequels were set up as, like, this really idyllic p mm -hmm. place in the galaxy. This part of the Star Wars timeline that just is clean. Everything's bright, shiny, new. It's a, it's a time of excess. It's a time mm -hmm. of extravagance, really, in terms of this is pre-Clone Wars. So there isn't a lot of that turmoil. This is more than likely pre-separatists even. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see a very different timeline. Yeah. Uh, things could be older. Things could be in the process of getting better, newer, fancier, all of that kind of thing mm -hmm. too. I think we're going to see a lot of like just prosperity mm -hmm. starting to grow. And then with that, everyone's not really looking Yeah. in the cracks, you know? Uh, so it should be good. Some of the things are just kind of falling through. Like... How we've been getting all of these leaks for Star Wars Acolyte. It's currently filming in a variety of different locations. And it seems like pretty much every week we're getting more details around the production. And we've got some new things to go over today. One of these names comes from the producer Karen McCarthy that they let go of on the project. And in terms of her contract... They broke her contract, and uh, she's suing Lucasfilm because of that, a breach of contract. But because of that, we've got some interesting details, which we never would have gotten 
anyway. So that's pretty fun. It's fascinating. But uh, (laughs) what do we have? So it looks like we have multiple seasons already planned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, that means that they have like a decent story laid out already, it yes. seems. So according to these documents released, they in the writer's room while developing the first season have an outline for multiple seasons of the show to take mm-hmm. place. Yeah. So they have an idea of where they want the characters to go. And, uh, yeah, this is before the first season even comes out. We have an idea of more of this kind of mm-hmm. thing. And I think that's a good thing. Same. I think it's 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 fun to have this Star Wars story that they know where it's going to go. Bad Batch has had two seasons. It's close to finishing up its second season. Mandalorian is on its third season. Andor had its first season. We know that there's going to be a second season. But in terms of, uh, obviously, Andor is going to end at two. We don't know what the Bad Batch is going to do. Mandalorian is going to continue going until it stops making money. Probably. With Grogu merch, which is probably never. This this seems a lot more on the same level as of like Andor, mm-hmm. where they have an idea of where they want the story to go. Maybe it's two seasons, maybe it's three seasons, maybe it's more than that. But it's definitely geared towards the older, more mature audience. I know, I'm kind of torn between trying to think if it as Andor or if it's like more like a Bad Batch thing. Like, is this mm-hmm. like somewhere in the middle, like where yeah. we're like, we're not getting too dark, but at the same time. I think it's going to get yeah, dark. I think it's probably going to be. A- yeah. I mean, Bad Batch gets pretty dark. Yeah, yeah, it does. There's a lot of different things going on with Bad Batch and the maturity of its storytelling and just how the direction that it's going. Mandalorian is doing the Mandalorian thing. They're still trying to figure out, I think, the direction that they want to go. I'm still convinced that that first episode just wasn't a thing. Yeah. And then they're like, crap, we can't start off with that big reveal right off the bat. So let's let's make another like smaller thing and set things up maybe. I don't know what they were thinking with yeah. that. But that's, we've already that's discussed yeah. that. No, uh-huh. we, we won't go there right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think we're getting much more of the Andor-esque thing because we're dealing with the mm-hmm. Sith. It's got to go dark. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's got to go dark. Yeah. We're on the dark side now, boys. <laughs> Bravo 6 going dark. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's that's something that I, I think we're going to expect more of. And on that note, we have, this is probably the weirdest, most specific new <laughs> detail that we have around Star Wars Acolyte. And that is what we are expecting in terms of the length of the season, as well as the length of the episodes. This comes from the resume of the intimacy coordinator for Star Wars Acolyte. It is going to run, according to this, sometimes people will put the entire season as what they worked on for the resume. Sometimes it'll be the specific episodes. But considering how it's formatted, it might be the whole season. But it is formatted as 8 by 60 60 is uh, a TV term, meaning it's an hour-long episodes, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be an hour episode. It just means it's not going to be 30 minutes. So it's over 30 minutes. Over 30 minutes. Like, Mandalorian could be considered an hour or a 60-minute TV show, just as like an estimate, while it may be more than an hour or less than an hour because it's streaming. They don't have to tie into the whole thing of like 
it has to be a certain amount of length, so we have this amount of ads on it, so it fits this amount of airtime space. Oh, interesting. Yes. But according to this resume from this person on the team, it is going to be eight episodes, 60 minutes in length. That's interesting information. Right? But what's more interesting is who had the time uh-huh. to dig through the, these <laughs> resumes and be like, I'm going to, I just want to know what I can find. I'm going to look at the resumes of these people. Like, uh-huh. You underestimate the power of the Star Wars fans. Clearly, I just... Wow. Good job. You underestimate my power. Don't try it. Mm-hmm. Good job. Seriously. they <laughs> People dig deep. Yeah, the resume of the specific person and the specific section of the team of Star Wars Acolyte. But I, I think another one of the things that we should point out with this is they have an intimacy coordinator. Mm -hmm. And this is more of a a new thing with television and movies as uh, the world has come to become more um, respectful of individuals and their time on sets as well as their just mental health and physical health around these things. It really started around COVID. You have intimacy directors. More frequently, they're around romantic engagements on tv shows and movies but it's not always the case sometimes you'll have an intimacy coordinator when it comes to someone just more in their personal bubble but considering that there may have been working on all of the episodes or only a few of the episodes this is probably going to engage with more of the adult romantic side of things interesting with Andor, i believe they also had a um intimacy coordinator as well it's just one of those things like if you're going to have romance involved in tv or movies now a lot of actors do prefer to have that Hmm. interesting do you think we're gonna get like a pretty deep dive into some romantic maybe we saw a little bit of an Andor, which i was surprised about i trying to remember that i guess we did but yeah yeah with yeah. uh bix yeah mm-hmm. huh i i think these all of these things are coming with it you've got the the sith we've got just the deeper conspiracy theories we've got the darker setting we've got the hundred years before the phantom menace we've got an intimacy uh director coordinator involved it seems like they're going for more of that adult Star Wars story that we mm-hmm. got introduced to with Andor. But I think this one's going to have more reach than maybe Andor did. Because Andor was, obviously, we know Andor from Rogue One. This is a set of a whole new cast of characters and a new timeline entirely. Mm-hmm. But we have that familiarity with the Sith. Right. And there's so much excitement for the Sith that I think it's going to succeed very well. Yeah, I think it's going to do great. So yeah, we've got we've got Star Wars Acolyte. We've got so many more details. There have been leaks of pictures and all that kind of thing. Uh, fun fact before we switch gears a little bit, not related to Star Wars Acolyte, but related to ARP experiences as we are recording this last night. We watched Everything Everywhere All at Once. Mm-hmm. Fantastic movie. The directors of that apparently have directed an episode of Skeleton Crew. Really? Yes. <gasps> <laughs> oh my gosh. So if you've not watched Everything Everywhere all at once, highly recommend it. It is so good, so well done, so well choreographed, so well directed, edited, everything. Truly. Incredible, incredible movie. Deserves all the awards that it got. The directors of that, they call them themselves the Daniels. They're both Daniel, <laughs> both named Daniel. Uh, and uh, they're directing an episode of Skeleton Crew. That makes me so happy. <laughs> Same here. Ooh. 
what kind of action could we expect from that? I wonder. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think Skeleton Crew, Star Wars Acolyte, Ahsoka, Mandalorian, they're really fleshing out where Star Wars can be mm-hmm. and what Star Wars can be yeah. and what flavors it can add to this whole experience because I don't think everything has to be the Mandalorian I don't think everything has to be Andor I don't think everything has to be Bad Batch we can have a lot more of that like going back and forth between these themes yeah and in terms of more adult themes and struggles in the galaxy it's been a hard five years for Cal Kestis sure has according to the new trailer I love (laughs) that line of like it's been a hard five years (laughs) yeah the moment uh, I heard that, I was like, oh, that's so different than Battle Scars. <laughs> yes. So we, we both finished Battle Scars. We both listened to the audiobook. I we both did not like it. I no. don't think I don't think Sam Maggs really understood the characters very well in terms of how or like them to be portrayed. Mm-hmm. Cal Kestis was very much the Oh my gosh, everything's so great. It's gonna be a great day for the Jedi. La 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 la. Like, and he's super gleeful and cheerful and super naive when he's not. I mean, he survived on the run uh, uh, from the the separatists, the Empire, the Republic. Like, he was through all of that. Order sixty six. He's not naive, and she just painted him in a very weird light. In terms of like, if you if you typed into Chat GPT right now, write me a. stereotypical hero character that wants to do right and it's never really wrong that's kind of how she painted him um marin she painted him as the optimist and i he's i don't think he's ever been the optimist he's been cheerful at times with bd but not really like the optimist in my opinion so they didn't quite go the direction that i really wanted the characters to go and I don't think it's very fitting to the characters in general. But we did get in that book uh, how Grease lost his arm, which we see in Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. We also got to see some of the the changing landscapes with the the Mantis crew, yeah, where everyone's kind of got their own paths and they're wondering why they're they're still working together when they all have similar but not the same goals. Mm-hmm. And we see that in this trailer. We see Cal on his own with BD. Like, he's still doing the thing where he's trying to take down the Empire. We have Marin, who's on her own path. We have Grease, that's on his own path. And we have Seer, that's on her own path, which is all around finding artifacts from the Jedi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be interesting getting that, like, just getting all those characters together again. Mm -hmm. I think it's really interesting that already in that trailer they're playing with the idea of finding a safe haven yes and um, because in the book they were also starting to discuss that mm-hmm. um with Grease and Seer especially yes um so it's going to be really interesting to see if that's where Cal's going now like now he's just like man I've had a hard five years <laughs> I need a break down. like is that where we're at right now mm-hmm. like very interested yeah to see Another thing, too, is they're playing around with a lot of the different experiences that one can have in the galaxy at this point. You've got Mm -hmm. the Empire, Mm -hmm. you've got the Raiders, and you've got now, who is, I I think, one of, if not two, there's two Jedi survivors. Mm -hmm. There's Cal, Mm -hmm. who is the Jedi survivor, and the second one is this new mysterious Jedi that was in the Bacta tank storage thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, he was like a Jedi that was uh, removed from the Order mm. from the High Republic. 
not just just whatever oh it was order 66 thing no no the high republic which the high republic spans quite a good length of time so the high republic spans the era of 350 to 50 years before the skywalker saga so before the Mm -hmm. phantom menace so yes star wars acolyte would be be included in the the high republic yeah (laughs) um so we've got this jedi that comes from a very different time frame. Truly. I saw some a good kind of uh, a- explanation of this. Is like imagine talking to someone from the 1800s in 2023. Hmm. That is the time difference as Cal Castus and this new Jedi. And I think that this is going to be the big bad. Oh, this is man. the person that is going to try to. Hmm. I mean, he says it in the trailer, like, oh, I cannot believe. I, I can't How believe. How would you let this? Empire, Empire come, come rise in, and, up. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. That's oh. pretty crazy. I think that's gonna be fascinating mm-hmm. to see that difference. I just want to hear that discussion. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Cal, let's let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you let this happen? You specifically, <laughs> specifically, Cal. it's all your fault. <laughs> I it, it's super interesting to see mm-hmm. this time difference between these two and the explanations and what they're willing to do because it does seem like this new Jedi is siding with the raiders mm-hmm. but why like why mm. did they how did this guy do this himself did he preserve himself for this long like i wonder if it was some kind of prison that like mm. as we see in the first trailer we see the big old section that's surrounded by it, covered in grass and all that stuff right. and then he gets let out by cal i think right so maybe he was in a prison mm-hmm. that was discovered by cal and was like oh my gosh look another jedi or just someone that needs to be that free. Like, mm-hmm. maybe he doesn't even know. Yeah. It's like, oh, crap, this person's been in this tube thing. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone, is anyone Back. taking care of this person? Yeah. Uh, hello? Uh-huh. We need to help this dude. Yeah. Turns out he's just a crazy High Republic Jedi guy. Will he find him on a perhaps Sith planet that may or may not have been hinted at the in the trailer? Maybe not, but I, I you do bring a good point that we do see something that looks like uh, Moraband. I, I don't think it's Moraband that he is found on, just because that looks a lot more green than we see this hmm. one planet in the trailer. I guess I have to rewatch the trailer. Yeah, but, but we do see a planet that looks, but many are theorizing that could possibly be more a band and which is the the specific scene in the dusty red planet it could be geonosis for sure mm-hmm. that's um, kind of what my thought was yeah uh my thought was man that looks pretty <laughs> <laughs> um but it could be more band it could be geonosis i think look, if it it's is your favorite Moraband. sand planet Woo. Now this is unique <laughs> because it's not just sand; like mm-hmm. it's dust. It's it's got an interesting history. If it is Moraband, Moraband is one of the um, plants that has deep ties with the Sith, mm-hmm. which I think could make sense yeah. if Cal is looking for what happened with the High Republic, what happened mm-hmm. with the Sith, how did the Empire rise to glory you kind of have to go back into the past to see these things and if he's talking with seer seer's whole purpose is researching and finding jedi artifacts now truly so maybe this is a quest for her maybe this is a quest for her but we're seeing we're seeing a lot more planets than we did in the first game we're seeing Mm -hmm. a lot bigger scope than we saw in the first game and i think what's super cool too is we're seeing some more characters possibly controlled by ai um in terms of like your companions that can play we see 
Marin again, who uh, on a mission, I assume, joins you and is helping you fight. Yep. We see this new character named Bodakuna that we saw in the first trailer that is also helping you fight. So I think this is going to be a key mechanic as part of the game. Mm-hmm. It was in there in the first game a little bit too. Yeah. And just the expansive world. We see Coruscant. I know. Now I a know. lot of I, Dinko, rightfully so, um, <laughs> kind of tamed my excitement just a little bit. Some people were theorizing it could just be another planet. But it is Coruscant, and we have that confirmed very clearly mm-hmm. in a variety of different ways. One is the, it's actually there a lot. You get yeah. the planet view, it's like, that's clearly Coruscant. Yeah. Then you get like uh, right above the surface of the planet view, yeah, that's clearly Coruscant. Mm-hmm. And then it's like about to land, you're like, yeah, that's clearly Coruscant. <laughs> and then you land, and then they have the scenes with Bo Dakuna helping out and fighting, and you're like, yeah, this is totally Coruscant. Absolutely. Now, albeit as soon as it comes out and it's going to be like, oh, this isn't Coruscant. This is Borisan. <laughs> it's this other planet that's a moon and has a whole, pl- like, no. No, we're all going to be thinking, nope, too bad. It's you named definitely it something Coruscant. stupid, but it's yeah. Coruscant. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's so exciting. We get to see Coruscant. We get to see um, a handful of other planets as well as the, the one that we've seen the most probably on all of the trailers I can't remember the, I don't know if we know the name of it for mm-hmm. sure, but it's supposed to be the hub world. Like that's where you're supposed to start out and that's mm-hmm. where you, we see kind of Cal with the the ship crash landing. That's probably where we'll start out. I'm just so looking forward to this. This is just yeah. getting better every time. <laughs> ah! So many good details, so much fun that's going to be happening with this game. Uh, it looks so pretty. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I was watching the new trailer I was like oh this already looks so much better than the yeah. first game because <laughs> you're currently playing through it yeah, yeah. you're yeah. playing through it for the first time yep. first time uh yesterday or the day before uh, I came in and she was playing it and it was so glitchy <laughs> wow it was spazzing out yeah but no. um so hopefully they've they fixed that because it was delayed it was supposed to have been out already and now it's coming out on uh April 28th which I think is a good date. Works out for us yeah. very well um, <laughs> because I had a, an event to cover and uh, we had to pre- uh, prepare for Star Wars Celebration. So like, there's a lot of things that this this new release date is great for. I'm so thankful. Not much else is coming out except for, I think, May uh, Legend of Zelda will be out. Mm. But I think this is, this is going to be so much fun. Mm-hmm. I think one last thing I'd say about the game is that I'm really interested to see... Sears mm-hmm. uh, role in all of this because it seems like she's just in a fixed point. Yeah. And we're not seeing her interact with anyone else other than mm-hmm. Cal, at least in these trailers. Yeah. She's definitely going to be like the Yoda character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's she's become this more cerebral mm-hmm. person documenting and doing the things. Yeah. Um, seeing from afar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Searing from afar. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so I'm really interested to see more, or at least know more about what that story is all yeah. about. Like, what's going it on? It seems here? like from the the previous trailer that we got, she set up her own little like holocron library type thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely a library of a sort. Yeah, she's she's the new librarian. Yeah, <laughs> I mean goals, but yeah. also fascinating because. Mm-hmm. I mean, from the book anyway, it seems that her whole thing is to set up the Jedi Order. Yeah. 
or at least like honor the past of the Jedi mm-hmm. and because they destroyed the whole holocron with a list of all the locations of the Jedi because or for sensitive people right because it was too powerful to have right so they they decided that they weren't gonna go in that direction but she still seems like she wants to honor the history around the Jedi mm-hmm. makes sense yeah but that would be really interesting to see that perspective mm-hmm. versus the old yeah. uh high republic guy exactly like how, i wonder if they're gonna be buddies right like maybe he needs to go work for her like let's not let's put away the lightsaber my dude yeah how about you just go talk to seer and she'll be like hey you have all the answers i mm-hmm. need like well a loose thread from the book is that uh almost tiara kind of thing mm-hmm. so i wonder if that comes into play with i thought she the- was wearing it in one of the in the first trailer, I'm pretty sure I saw her Maybe, wear something, yeah, like something very mm. head. For people who don't read the poorly written <laughs> Jedi Battle Scars book, uh, Seer finds this tiara kind of thing on a mission. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it was there because it was like in this weird little section, a part of this mission. Yeah, and it wasn't like a huge difficult deal. It was yeah, just, it was like, just like, oh, we're hey, just let's go this way. And yeah. We'll trade this. And, yeah. Okay, so we she got it finds now. it, and it has past memories and is a part of the Jedi Order from the past, and it was supposed to like help attune you to the Force, mm-hmm. right? Something. Um, maybe that comes into play with the. I feel like it will. I the game like in does. some way. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot to be said here. It seems like they're going bigger and better than ever with the new game. But let us know your thoughts on the trailer as well as Star Wars Acolyte. What do you think is going to happen with that show? Are you excited that it's multiple seasons? Let us know in the comments or contact at uplinkpodcast.com. Make sure you listen to this podcast wherever you find podcasts. And hey, check us out on YouTube as well. Make sure you subscribe. As always, thanks for listening and may the force be with you.